All right. Am I Hello, on? Hello, everyone. Yep, I can hear you. Yay. Welcome to our kind of homesteading. We're your hosts, Sherry and Shauna. And today, Hi. oh, we're we're really late with this episode, so sorry. Yeah, sorry we got it out late. Sherry had to go to the doctor's because yeah. she's all pregnant and it's like I'm having a baby. Not like now, but you know. <laughs> um, well, I, didn't, I mean, yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. Feet were swollen, headaches. You know, Lots worried about shit that could go wrong. So, anyways, that is why this is a couple of days late. Very, very sorry. And um, so one of our listeners, Joy, mm-hmm. uh, was reaching Hi, out to Joy. us. Hi, Joy. Uh, and she had requested that we talk about, like, th- the vetting portion of homesteading and, like, how much we do, how much we don't do, when, like, when do we call, call a veterinarian, and... You know, yeah, all that good stuff. Which so. we've talked about a little bit before, like through different episodes, but we've never like had like a whole episode like devoted to it. So here you go. That's it's for everybody. Yeah. Is it, is it vetting? Yes, vetting. I don't know. Are you speaking into the back of your microphone? I'm oh right no, there. you're not. The back's right there. Okay, good job. Okay. Um. So I mean, okay. So I was gonna say obviously, but maybe it's not obvious. We do the basics, and in my mind, the basics are. Uh, injections and shots of any sort and we do all those because it's really easy now that we know what we're doing obviously and we've been doing it for so many years and I know if you haven't done injections or you're not there yet it can be a little bit intimidating but you just need to like practice on a ton of like you could get like raw chicken pieces that's how we learned um and so that you can either learn how to do the intramuscular well, wash your hands afterwards. Uh, <laughs> you can learn how to do the intramuscular. You can learn how to do the... Um, I think the intramuscular is better to use an orange because you get more of the feeling of like the muscle, you know, of... of well, it, chicken like being, breast. I mean, well, chicken breast because it's been like whatever and you're like... I guess, yeah. yeah it's not processed. as... Yeah. So like the chicken breast yeah, is good orange, for yeah. the intravenous because then you can lift up the skin and... You know, and actually fill up your syringe with like water or what the fuck ever before you do it. Yeah. And you can really see and get a feel for it. Mm-hmm. And and then, you know, if you want someone there the first couple of times you're doing it on an actual live animal, probably a good idea. But once you get the hang of it, it's so it's like it's insanely easy. And you're going to be like, why was I ever calling a vet to do all of these injections? Because it is ridiculously easy. And we we always I mean, like literally always for years now. Yeah, And for dogs, cats, like even yes. even things that aren't considered like farm animals that you'd call your farm vet out for um yeah we we do it on all of them because why would you not yes exactly so like all the puppy shots if you get a new puppy you know yep. piece of cake yep and um and there there has been things that like you know ex- you know shit can happen obviously like uh sherry's dog frodo it uh she found out after giving him which which was that? Well, I didn't give it to him. So the only shot you're not going to be able to give your animals, unless your vet is like crazy cool oh, with you, you didn't give it to is him. rabies. Oh, it was. You cannot give a rabies vaccine. Like you just can't get a hold of the actual vaccine. But um, I mean, I guess you could if you were a vet, or if you you, <laughs> you don't your even vet listen to this episode. Tight. Your vet. Yeah, exactly. I'm assuming you're not listening. <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah, he was after getting his rabies vaccine, um, and he was a little a little guy, and he's already a little guy, but he was like young. And he like puffed up, his whole face swelled up mm-hmm. and it was like terrifying. I was like, oh my God, he's going to die. And I gave him Benadryl and he was okay. So no more rabies for Frodo. Hopefully you do not come in contact with a rabid raccoon or skunk anytime soon, Frodo. Yeah, and he's been fine. He's really old. He, he's Yeah, he's one of our OG. He's like, yeah. he's the oldest dog we have on the property. Yeah. 
So, like, obviously, like, um, just like people, like, animals can be allergic. You can have allergic reactions. Yes. So, like, dogs can have Benadryl, so we keep Benadryl, like, on hand for them. We've never really seen an, um, an allergic reaction in, like, a goat, you know? Their shots are pretty basic and stuff like that. And then, obviously, you want to check, like, read everything before you give any kind of shot or dewormer or anything like that. You read everything because... Um, there's like you know certain times where you can't give like to like puppies and kittens and anything younger than like even like baby goats they shouldn't get anything yeah. until a certain age obviously is that obvious yeah well i think it's obvious but it might not be obvious to some um it's like we it's always like say a, obviously obviously dumbass you know, we're, <laughs> we get it that you don't if you don't know you don't know, you don't know. there was a moment in time we didn't know so there you go it but, wasn't um, obvious yeah it was not obvious to us but uh and think about, like, anything, like, really tiny, especially if they're already away from their mom. They're no longer, like, nursing and getting all that good stuff. Um, their bodies, their immune systems are still growing along with the rest of their body. So that's how you kind of think about it, right? So, uh, like, puppies and kittens, you should not be giving them any kind of flea treatment, like, orally until they're, I believe it's... Even the even the flea and tick like bath stuff can be harmful. Yeah, for, like yeah, because it, it still younger, absorbs through their skin. Animals. So like you have to be obviously if you have like we had some kittens a few years ago. There are cats now, but that um you know somebody just had like a shit ton of kittens, and we just went a and bug picked on my microphone. Oh. Bug, <laughs> it's attacking me. Bug. We picked up a couple of kittens and uh, they were covered in fleas, and so it's kind of hard. You just have to kind of give them like you know, warm baths and pick the fleas off. Yeah, just it's with really, water and you get that, those flea, flea combs, combs and you just and like pick, yeah, pick them off. You really because, can't do anything else. Yeah. And even our one cat, um, Shadow Walker, even when he was older and we tried to put any kind of flea treatment on him, um, he is highly allergic to it, just like Frodo. So he like started like drooling and it was just all bad. So he doesn't get flea treatments. But Sherry and I actually, who just asked that question on Instagram? I should have my phone. Where is it? Who asked it? Somebody asked about flea stuff, what we do. And I was telling you. Oh, I kind of remember. But I mean, I don't remember who, but I do remember you telling me that someone had asked about that. Um, So, okay, you have to remember with with flea stuff. And I consider this part of like vetting animals. um, The any kind of flea and tick medication or treatment that you give your animals, it is essentially poisonous. Um. Because that's how it kills the the bugs. So it's not like it's not natural. Um, that's why there's a very specific dosage. That's why that says don't use on animals any younger than like ten weeks old or something like that. Um, so take that into consideration. If you're like, I want to do everything in natural. There's definitely natural ways, but unfortunately, more the natural ways aren't really going to work if you have an animal that's completely infested. Like how Shauna got those little baby kittens. Like the only thing she could do was take a freaking flea comb and it took her forever and days and days and days and just pick them all off one by one kind of thing. And it's, you know, it's strenuous. It's not like you give them this pill or this chewable and they chew it and then all their fleas die. The reason they're dying is because it's like legit poison. So Yeah, so we try not to use anything like that unless we absolutely have to. Unless we're like super infested for whatever reason. Sometimes yeah. it happens. But so in the summer rare. For, in the summer for us, it's not it's not really rare up where we are, only because I know Caesar goes off the property all the time to like chase away predators, right? He like jumps a fence and he leaves for a bit, comes back. Don't Ticks. worry. 
chased it away. I'm back, mom. So he brings home ticks and he brings home fleas. And once you have a couple fleas, you will very, very shortly have a million Unless fleas. Unless you're like on And they're going to be all over all your animals. So unfortunately, I will resort to using, like right now, I just gave them all Brevecto because, you know, he has it. And this dog gets it. This dog gets it. And, you know, I have seven fucking dogs. And so really expensive, but it works very, very well. And none of my animals are allergic to it. But, and like I said, that's just what we do just because I'm not going to have a flea infestation where I'm in my house and my dogs are in there and sleeping in my bed with me. I mean, seizures doesn't sleep in my bed with me, but the other ones do. And then there's like fleas crawling over my kids and I, like never fucking happening. So I will resort to that when I need to. I I really try not to use it like um, unless I absolutely have to, which has it's been a while since we've had to use it. Like I think when those kittens brought in the fleas, like we used it on the dogs just right it, because they, they jump. Yeah, yeah, there were so many and yeah. they're just everywhere. But we also make um we make a spray. It was Maddie. She on Instagram. Oh, good job. She um had messaged asking what we do for fleas, and so we make like a it's like an essential oil concoction, and it is like um. I'll have to like write it all down somewhere. I don't I don't know exactly, but it's like I put catnip and peppermint oil and rosemary, I think eucalyptus. I'm probably forgetting some things. Anyways, so you put all the in a bottle and you dilute it with water. Um and some animals can have yeah. like an allergy to those as well. So if it's like your first time using it. So I'll spray it on like my mattress and anywhere where the animals the couch where the animals like to lay if we do have fleas. And then um, I, I'll spray it on the animals. None of mine have any issues with any of that stuff, but some animals do. So you have to be really careful, especially if you have like birds and stuff. Birds are really yeah, sensitive. Good, are really sensitive. But um, if you just spray it on like a small patch first and see if there's any kind of you know reaction. adverse reaction, yeah. wait like a day and then go from there kind of thing. And that usually works for us. And then just giving them just baths with just regular like a shampoo, not even the, I don't even use like a flea and take shampoo because even that has like, it has the the chemicals and stuff like that. So I try not to use that unless I have to. So first we'll do that. And if we still are seeing fleas, then we'll, we will. And after like baths and then we spray them after their bath. And then we will resort to using like um, a flea and tick shampoo if we have to. I try to get like an all natural one. It's all like, you know, whatever. It's super expensive, super fun. And then if that doesn't work, and then we'll go to something like Brevecto if we're still like fleas are everywhere and I don't know. That's just how we, our path of Yeah, see, I I don't do the whole like I'm going to bathe all seven of my dogs just because I do have seven dogs. Yeah. It's a lot of work. And so when I see more than a couple fleas, like I'll try some stuff, but then like if they're still like, amassing then like no Brevecto it is but um yeah but that's what we do for fleas and ticks oh I hate ticks so gross hey it's a part of home setting <laughs> it definitely is I fucking hate it but I, they really don't like the strong smell so like spraying if you're worried even about like ticks and stuff if you spray that like they usually are like eh, get out of here yeah and it probably repels mice too by the way that whole concoction you mm. just said yeah but um, it's so hot in here. Are you it dying? is ridiculously hot. I need like a fan. I need a fan. I'm dying. I'm like gonna combust internally. I know. You look like you are. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> making this a quick video, people, because I'm gonna die of heat stroke um, sitting in Jana's what the so fuck ever beyond, this is office. Beyond shots, we also dewarmer animals ourselves. I don't know who would call a vet for that. I mean, some people do because some people just don't. They they don't understand. They don't. They don't know. 
like what to use, when to use it, you know, how often to use it. So, okay, dependent upon your area, um, the weather and stuff is going to depend on how often you're going to be worming your animals. Uh, and that just goes along with like if it's if it's like hotter where you are, you're going to be worming probably every six months. It's good to interchange wormers. Mm-hmm. Don't every, use like, the same wormer yeah. because it's going to then – it won't work after a while. That's just how that goes. It's like taking the same antibiotic over and over again. It's just, I mean, A, it kills your immune system, and then B, it just stops working. So, um, yeah, so interchange wormers. And dependent upon what animal you're worming, just do your research. Uh, goats can use the, you know, Safeguard is one we use in our goats. And um, Ivermectin. Yeah, Ivermectin. Um, and then with the chickens, uh, we use the Permectrin. And which is just like a louse powder. Um, and oh, the apple cider vinegar. We use that in all their waters. That helps like maintain Yeah, if their- you can if you can make sure you're putting the ACV on their water and you're like religious about it, it really does have a, a crazy effect. Anything natural, it's all about consistency. It's because anything natural, it's not some magic fucking pill. That's the point, right? And that's with humans too. If you can do it consistently, it is going to have the effect you want it to have. And then you won't have to take the nasty poisonous stuff. If you're not consistent with it or if you don't do it at all, well then, yeah, you need the you need the yeah. poisonous stuff. And, and it's it's kind of crazy because like we're like a society on con- built on convenience, right? So like yes. when we yes. have a headache, we're like, just yes. grab a fucking Tylenol because yes. then it's like gone. Right. You know, you don't want to be like, I'm going to go make myself some chamomile tea and put some lavender on my wrist and try to right. relax and like, right. you know, focus my blood flow. You're like, you don't want to do that because then it's like, you know, or most people don't want to do that, I should say, because it, it takes time and it takes a lot more energy than just putting a pill in your mouth and swallowing it it is a lot better for you though yes in the long run yes if i but like honestly like but it's a matter of time too it's a matter well like and and like where you're at like when we're with our kids at um their fairs and their performances and stuff yeah like I, you know, have a bad headache. I don't have my fucking chamomile tea. I can't well, just go sit and down and like meditate for like right. 20 minutes. You don't have the time, by myself, the time like, to do anything. You know, yes. you're just like, okay, I'm fucking taking an ibuprofen and getting the fuck over it. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes the convenience is necessary. Uh, yes, definitely. Unfortunately. Definitely. But, um, but even like, I don't know, like I feel like you, most of the time you do have the time. You just don't want to tell yourself that you do. Does that make sense? Well, I can see someone that, you know, I don't know, has like, you know, works nine to five. Like my husband, when he has a headache, when he's working up in the woods, cutting trees, he yeah, can't he sit can't down with chamomile do tea no, for sure, and but relax for 20 minutes. Like it just doesn't, it's just not Aiden. Same thing with Aiden. I mean, I, just, I'm just saying even like people that they get home from work, it's like they don't want to take that. They would rather. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, I think if you, you know, because it is yeah. easier, you don't want to take the time. Well, and like you said, our society is those, like built upon convenience. Those, like, and so steps. I feel like most people will just, well, well yeah, I'm taking town on because this is what we do. You know, they're not, they're not yet practiced. You know, what's whole. cool though is I brainwash my kids. Yeah, ditto. It's yeah, and I was like, pat I, myself I'll on give, the back. Like like our kids just went through like I don't know what the fuck they had some aggressive hand foot mouth thing. Yeah, it was it was so fucking weird, right? <laughs> you think like hand foot and mouth is for like itty bitty kids, and it's if you Google it, it will tell you only five and under get this. No, it says fucking like, wrong it says most of the time. Like six and under, <laughs> it's like more you know wrong. Whatever. Wrong. But like Shauna's son got it pretty bad, and like what the fuck is happening? We're in the middle of like a fair too, so like. Obviously, we picked it up from something like that, and our kids have been having a crazy amount of performances all over the place, 
and that's just what our lives have been. But yes, it was exactly. just like and you're gonna and the thing with illnesses is we we as humans have to live with illnesses, bacteria, viruses. That's just how it is, and so don't stress. I, I feel just like do so what you do, kind of thing. Freaking uh, manuka honey for manuka the win. Manuka honey for the win, people. So Ronan, we we weren't giving it to him because we kind of actually originally we didn't know what he had. Yeah, I'm and saying we're we to, as if we parent him together. We do, we do. We it's fine. All we do. of our kids so, together. <laughs> but we don't so, know what he has. But we should have. Like, but I should have just is started. It COVID, him? and I was like, I don't, I don't because it just started COVID. the temperature. I don't think it's COVID. And like, yeah, Sherry's like, I don't think it's COVID. And I was like, it could be. And I was like, I feel like it shouldn't be, but it could be. Like who knows? <laughs> it shouldn't yeah. be. I think we've had that plenty. <laughs> yeah, we're good. But like, I I should have just started him knowing because manuka honey is a really strong antiviral. If you didn't know, like, and holy shit balls, it. We saw such a difference. So we didn't give him as much, and we didn't start it early, early enough. Early enough. Okay. And then when uh, when Shauna's daughter River also came down with it, and then my and then Legend also came down with it, pretty much the same time. We were but like, they have Manuka started honey. Manuka honey even before exactly. they had symptoms because exactly. So obviously you don't know if someone's gonna get something, but like you know whatever, and yeah. it's expensive, right? Oh, but it's like, ridiculously expensive, but for we, good reason. We started them on all of the other kids, and they like barely had any symptoms. Like it was no, like like Legend started showing like the red bumps in his hand and feet, but they never turned into blisters. It was just like. Very faint little red. You're like, what is all that I stuff? I think the like, worst was just that they both had like a temperature for like yeah, one day. Yes, where Ronan yes. had it for like a couple days. And, Legend, and, he, and Legend's legs. It was such an aggressive form. It was like their legs were hurting really yeah. bad in the back. It was such a fucking weird thing. But Legend was like in tears at night. I had to like sit there and rub. I'm laying in an air mattress, seven and a half months pregnant, rubbing my six-year-old's legs. That's all I did for two nights in a row. It was super fun. Super fun. And, you know, we also are <laughs> camping. <laughs> Just, I, I, I'm never camping again, by the way. You always say that. I promise you, you I never, say even that. Lorenzo is like, mom, I'm never camping again. He's like, I am never camping again. I was like, I'm right there with you. Please remind me next time we, we are like, no, it won't matter. Camping? Next year, next year, we're going to have to go to some no, fucking fuck fair that. that's however no. far away. No. And you're, you're going to be like, we're camping. And I'm going to be like, remember? You're going to be like, no, it's fine. It's going to be totally different this time because now I have a baby. It should be a lot easier. <laughs> I have another needy human. It's going to be great. I know. Like, no. no never doing it again. No, I fucking hate it. You say that every time. I don't know who likes camping. Nobody. Nobody. If you like camping, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be like. Nobody likes camping. There are like, people who no, like it. Like the idea. The idea of camping is cool. Okay. I am literally going to internally combust. Okay. <laughs> so like figure a... something out because I like am sweating. It's disgusting. <laughs> okay. I can't um, sit here. So the idea of camping is cool. I like being in the wilderness. I like being like campfires. No, give me the anytime. And not, like sitting like, with your the, family and not having like not cell having phone the, service. Yeah, well, all or, that is and and is being super, able to is amazing. Like, I love that part. Forget the chore part of your yes. home, right? Yes. Someone else is dealing with it. You yes. can just relax. All that is it's the, it's the tent. It's the zippers of the tent <laughs> when you have to pee at night. It's like trying to like beat. You know the um, either the bear that you've heard next to your tent, or it's Bigfoot to the bathroom and. Back. And I'm sorry, but like laying there, like terrified, you're going to be eaten by a bear any minute. Like I can't tell you how I was awake, just like on no, no, it's bad. It was bad. And then really? having I have to get up in the line. The, to pee and there was this fox right that now. like literally every night would stand right next to our tent and like do this yell. You know that scream that fox scream do, and they thing? sound like some devil. Um, and at first you're like, what the fuck was that? And yeah. then you realize, oh, it was just a fucking fox. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have a fox next to our tent than the bear. No, I gladly welcome the fox. I was like, you know what? You scream, little buddy. You keep those bear away, okay? Hopefully the bear thinks you're not as annoying as I think you are, okay? 
And, um, you know, we're up there and like not to sound all like damsel in distress or anything, but we don't. Our husbands no, are usually no. with us when we're camping and they usually bring some firearms. Yeah. And not I'm that not a we damsel in distress. Bring, like, a firearm, but like, I don't know. That'd we just weird. don't. Yeah. And not that I'm a damsel, damsel in distress. It's not my fucking skill set. Where are you? Well, like you, like do I? This is do your I job. Just, if there's a bear outside the tent, then you go out and scare said bear away. That's I right. don't do that with your whatever. I don't, I don't know what you do. The bear exactly. away. You scare the bear you away. You scare the bear away. Okay, this has just, always been your job. Oh when, my god! When we went to Lassen and there was that noise, it literally it sounded like fucking Bigfoot. Okay, like it did. It sounded like like stomping. Like my mom screaming. And she there's was a out bear. there peeing. Weren't you peeing? No, I had to pee, and so then oh. I was like, okay, I can go to the bathroom and get eaten by Bigfoot, <laughs> or I can just sit here all night and have to pee. Uh, I did. did I you? ran to the bathroom. I did, ran. Wow. Look at you. I had, that's how bad I had to be. I couldn't. It's like my bladder one. Folks. I couldn't do bladder it. I couldn't one. do it. And and then I was like, I'll just pee like right outside the tent. But then like, I'm like, I'm going to be sitting there peeing outside the tent. And that's when he's going to come. You know, I'd rather be like in it because it was like a. Anyways. Um, the bathroom. I would. No, no. <laughs> it was far. No, multiple times I got up and just peed right outside my tent. Like, you don't did? even care. You can hear me piddle. <laughs> 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 Everyone can go fuck themselves. I am not walking to the bathroom. I did. I did. To be eaten by a bear or Bigfoot. Like, no, thank you. And then and I had to, like, our camp, our tents were set up, like, because we had, like, a group site. So it was, like, pretty far from where our tables and all the food is. But, like, we have, like, bear lockers. Like, we're pretty bear savvy. We I know we sound like idiots, but we're not. And so, um, you know, all of our food's put Oh, away no. My mom makes sure. My mom is, like, is, like, she's, like... She's like bear savvy on steroids. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. She is like every your toothpaste single may not be in your tent with you. <laughs> you have scented lip gloss. Nothing. Put scented. that shit in the bear. You locker. put that in the bear. You locker, crazy okay? fucker. Yeah. Do you want to be eaten by yeah. a bear? I snuck like, in like, like a. <laughs> I snuck in some makeup wipes. <laughs> Don't tell her. Did she fall? You know, don't tell her. Because I was I like, I didn't want to have to like get up in the morning or like or at night, you know, like <laughs> I was like taking off my makeup. I wear makeup when I camp. But like at night, you know, like taking it off. And I was like, I'm like in bed already. Like I don't want to be all like going to the, you know. She would she would take she would tell Dea that she and couldn't I didn't bring forget in her them. scented lotion. My Dea's, you know, my 14 year old. She's all the scented. She smells like a fucking big, huge, gigantic store of flowers all the time. And slightly nauseating. Don't tell her. Anyways, I just have a thing with like scents. But um, she has like her scented lotion and her scented this and her perfume and her this, right? And my mom's like, that all is going into the bear locker. And Daya's like, no, it's my stuff. She's like, put in the bear locker. No one's been eaten by a bear. I'm like, mom, I don't know if the bear is attracted to flowers. Is he going to want to eat flowers? I mean, they say anything scented. It's like, that's what they say. But I don't know. My mom takes anything scented to the next level, though. Yeah. She's hysterical. So you most likely, if you're going to camp with my mom ever, you most likely are not going to be eaten by a bear because she's not going to let you have anything in that tent. Nothing. Yeah. She'll go through your tent like a mad woman and be like, <laughs> you are in trouble. Uh, guess who has to make breakfast tomorrow? It's you. <laughs> But She's yeah. like, I'm joking. I'm getting up to make breakfast yeah, because yeah. I love it. <laughs> she loves it. Yeah. So uh, um, I don't know how we got into rant about that. But anyways. We, we were talking about the oh, hands the, the mouth of the kids. Yeah. Anyways. So the Manuka honey is like super strong antiviral. I don't know if any of you guys have heard about it, but it works really, really well. And so none of our really kids got it as bad except for poor Ronan. Who, yeah. Um, we didn't start on. I don't know why either because it could. It probably definitely was a virus more than like a bacteria so like and why do most we just, things are viruses yeah why didn't bacteria. i just start like i'm so dumb yeah. dumb 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 retrospect right yeah definitely um anyways so back to animal stuff so we pretty much the only time 
we call a vet out if it's like life or death. Well, and for um, for anything like with a broken, broken limb, no, beyond, no, 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 beyond chickens, like we don't call a vet for broken, like legs. Who calls a vet for chickens? A lot of people. Okay, I don't call a vet for chicken stuff ever. So I either can I'm going to make this chicken live, and I'm going to mend it, or it's going to die. That's just how it's going to go. Like. My vet's not And I know that sounds really harsh. But no, no, no. I take excellent care of our chickens. They are, I mean, I will splint legs. I've had perfectly great success with that, by the way. And I'm talking like over 20 chickens with like splinted little legs. Not at the same wings. time. No, not at the same, not time. The same time. I'm saying over the <laughs> well, course of time. Like you're all... 20 of them broken legs. <laughs> nope, didn't do it. Um, no, and so. We've had a chicken like cut in half by a yeah. bobcat. Like it literally yes. like half of its. Like, and, you know, yeah. wrap that sucker up. Yeah. You know, you make sure. He lived. He lived. He, he, had, he had a hoppy. He, he was named Toppy. But he had a hop. <laughs> he, he, had a hoppy. Like, <laughs> he had a hoppy. He had a hoppy. But he lived. And he was a mean son of a bitch. But he fucking lived. My husband yeah, was like. I would be pissed off too. Fucking my husband cats. was like, I'm feeding you. My husband would hand feed him tomatoes every day and all this other delicious stuff from our fridge. And. You know, no wonder the bird lived. He's like, I will be ripped open by Bobcat any day because I'm getting all this delicious food. I don't know. It was um, pretty bad. It was pretty, it was pretty bad. But he did, he did. Chickens but- are remarkable though. I would not, I would highly suggest you Google the shit out of lots of different things and get a good feeling for like how to vet your chickens because chickens are some, one of the hardiest animals. Like, my God, so hardy. Yeah. If, if you, you want to. If you just if- help them out a little bit. I mean. They're we had good. a chicken. I think I spoke of her before. We had a chicken. She got her leg all twisted and caught like a yeah. big, huge dumbass. And I splinted it thinking it was, I could just splint it. It was broken. And it definitely was 100% broken. But then my husband's like, that's going to fall off. And I'm like, why do you say that? He's like, it's going to fall off. I'm like, her whole leg? <laughs> <laughs> he was. And he was, he was right. right. From, the, from her joint, her first joint, her second joint down, she lost that complete leg. Healed right up like some fucking Terminator. And now she walks around a little. I need to get like a little Stumpy. Aw, he's so <laughs> cute. That's her name is Stumpy. It's very, very cute. But, um, and she gets along fine. She's one of the barred rocks. She's like, or no, Wyandotte? Whatever. Anyways, nuance. Well, yeah, we had a, our rooster, Jack, Captain Jack Sparrow. Um, he broke both of his legs. Both of them. Well, like a, a freaking, when he was a baby, like a. Hawk attacked him. Like oh, I was mom. like, how did the fuck did he break both of his both legs? Both of his legs yeah. got broken by a stupid hawk. Yeah. And, you know, we splinted him and, you know, hope for the best. There's some holy water on him and he was fucking fine. <laughs> <laughs> holy water, holy water. Yeah, no, they're remarkable they're animals. Crazy. And so and, yeah, just he, have He doesn't even have a limp yourself. anymore. Yeah, which is incredible. It was, it's crazy. He, no limp. Like, he was fine. So, yeah, chickens, I think, are the easiest. If you want to call a vet out, or if you, like, are trying to avoid a vet, don't get horses. <laughs> Some of the most sensitive animals. They're one of the they're biggest. They're huge, right? But, like, they're very sensitive, and you're going to be so calling sensitive. a vet out all the damn time. Yeah. Um, we've had lots of horses in our lives, so, like, we're speaking from experience, and we're around a lot of horses, so. Um, I, I don't know. The, the vaulting people, like, I don't know. I, ra- I rarely hear them calling a vet out. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I don't like check in with them, but you know they still have to like, we, even like the farrier costs money and the fucking when they, oh yeah they have yeah, to get yeah, the vet out yeah. for their teeth every yeah. few months that costs you yeah know, money and stuff like that so I don't know, but um our goats are pretty hardy too yeah goats are super hardy um and again like any even like 
laceration or something it's like we you disinfect it just like you would yeah. anything um, and you you know you just kind of like fix them up the best you can and like you have to think like a lot of people they go and they get the stitches or they get stitched up because they don't want like a huge ass scar like your goat can have a fucking scar it's gonna be fine it'll be fucking fine my goat her ear got caught on some of we had like barbed wire not we didn't put it up but like the people that lived here before us put it up and we hadn't taken it down yet because we're dumb and she got her you know totally like her ear just like sliced in half she's fine <laughs> <laughs> lived no it's it's animals are incredible and i think most of the time people will they'll rush and call the vet because oh my gosh there's blood oh my gosh skin is ripped open this has to have a vet and really, honestly, if you just can't give it, if you make sure an infection's not going to start from that, because mm-hmm. the actual wound most likely is not going to kill them. It's the secondary infection, right? Right. From it getting dirty, nasty, whatever, if you don't take care of it. But if you're out there like once, twice a day, depending on the severity of the wound, treating it and stuff and, you know, using the antibiotic, whatever the fuck you want to use on it, and then wrapping it up. I mean, your animal's going to be perfectly fine. I can just 100% guarantee and it. And a lot of the times you have to, like, separate them. Like, chickens are, you know, nasty-ass bitches. And yeah. they'll, like, if they see blood, they'll be like, we're going to peck the shit out of it until you die. So, like, you have to, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you yeah, have to no have bueno. that ready to, like, put a chicken in a separate pen to isolate them. You know, whether... And we've talked about, like, a, a, a chicken Having an isolation pen. Like, pen yeah. Exactly. But same with, like, goats, though. If they're really injured and they need time to heal, they probably shouldn't be with their friend that's going to headbutt them away from the food all the time if they have, like... An injured leg or some shit like it's just right. gonna get worse so right. you have to also use common sense which can be hard for some people but like you know even like if you're if your goat's limping <coughs> um i wouldn't nec- and that this is for and even with our dogs like if they're limping like we don't like call a vet right away like no. we wait we wait, wait a couple days a couple days cause because sometimes just like people you know you yep, jump down off something. of something you just pull exactly. your whatever exactly. or you twist something and then it's fine in a couple of days you call yep. a vet out and it's however much money and obviously you have to use your best um best judgment obviously you. because if you're like I'm pretty sure they got bit by like a rattlesnake or something like that like then yes maybe you should get a vet out right away but like if if it's like you're not really sure, there's nothing like glaring you in the face that's yeah. obviously like super needs immediate attention, then you can wait a couple of days. Like it's it's usually fine. Yeah, hundred percent. My so my dad, our our dad, my dad, he's mine. Yeah. So our dad is one of those one of those pet owners who um, he jumps the gun and he wants to call the vet like right now. And the last time um, he took Rainbow, one of our one of our LGDs. He rushed him to the vet, or makes my mom rush him to the vet, and because he, the dog, I don't even know what he thought the dog looked like, that he was like, he's dying, and he's not eating. I'm like, Dad, it's like fucking 105 out here. It's okay. Sometimes I don't want to eat. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, that's not like a sure tell sign. Now, if he's not eating for like the whole entire day into the next day, okay, we can start to worry a little bit. Let's, yeah. let's investigate this further. But I'm like, it's just one meal. The dog eats fucking all day long, right? So... They rushed him to the vet. They spent $600 for the vet to tell them he had a stomachache. <laughs> and I was like, do you see? And so from then on, my mo- mom has been completely on board with me about, like, not rushing to the vet. And, like, when they when they think something's wrong with, like, a cat or one of the dogs, they, like, call me up. Can you come look at the cat? I want to know if I should take him to the vet. I'm like, I'm going to say just right away no over the phone. But I will come <laughs> up and look. <laughs> my first opinion is no. 
and it and I know like it it can sound it does sound like harsh I think to some no, people. No, it's not harsh. Because, it's not harsh. It's, but like, it's, it's realistic. The vet it is realistic. Like for example, having the, the like a LGD farm. charging six hundred dollars for what was his stomachache. They literally did nothing for him. They put him through all these tests, Which and that's is stressful. Like, stressful for the dog, right? And a stressful for him even to leave the property. By the way, he doesn't leave the property because well, he's an LGD. It's that we don't take him on walks. And so that in and of itself was stressful. Being at the vet, being around people he doesn't know. He's slightly aggressive towards people he doesn't know. And slightly. Yeah, slightly. And um, it's like the whole day was probably miserable for him. And on top of that, they blew fucking $600 just for the vet to be like, he has a stomach ache. Like, so go you. home and he can be on Give rice, him some chicken. rice and <laughs> I'm just like, you guys are dumbasses. But it was all my dad because he overly worries. He jumps the gun. He's automatically thinking it's the worst case scenario. When you, you know, pull back and think, okay, realistically, what am I probably looking at here? Like with, You have to with, be practical. Without my emotions involved, what am I looking at here? Because yes. I know you love your animals. You love your dogs and the cats and the goats. You don't want anything to happen to them. And I love my animals yeah. too. But you and have I, to be realistic. People, you do that with like your kids. You're going to jump to the worst case scenario. They come up to you and be like, my stomach hurts. You'll be like, oh my God. Like, you know. You know, especially like first time moms and stuff like, you know, that's where you, you go to like the the worst, darkest spot in your head for literally. You know, we've all read the Google store. Because, yeah, because the Internet is evil. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And like, you know, see, and then once you Google something. To be that. So like you need to like, you know, take a breath. Yeah. Take a beat, especially with your animals. You know, like it's OK. So we do like we don't call the vet too often. Like, unless it is, it seems like an emergency. Even when our, um, like, our goats are giving birth and stuff, and it's, like, a hard birth, like, we're the ones that are in there trying to figure it the fuck out. Very rarely can we not, like, can we not make a good outcome out of, like, a, a goat giving birth. Like, even if goats are stuck, we, we've just had, you know, obviously multiple years of experience where we can make it work and we're going to get this, these babies out. So the few times I have had, it was the same fucking goat. She's now fixed, little fucking hoochie. And <laughs> she is a very, 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 very tiny pygmy. She's just really, even for a pygmy, she's very small, very, very cute, but very, very tiny. So she, I was never planning on like breeding her, of course, because like she's just too small, even to breed to another pygmy. So she gets out of her pen, this is years ago, gets knocked up by one of our Nubian goats. Oh, good job way to choose them like are you fucking kidding me and so sure enough she goes to have the baby and it's the, i mean there's just she can't she can't have it she the can't. baby is literally almost as big as her it is not coming out rush her to the vet and we didn't make it in time and the baby ended up dying we saved the mom great i asked the vet at that point is there a mobile vet i'm like can you fix her he's like honestly i don't see the need it's, it's a big process i'd have to go in blah blah i'm like okay and then, like, a year later, she does the same fucking thing. Nubian goat again, a Nubian buck. I'm like, oh, my God, Periwinkle. We rush her to the vet. He's able to save the baby. And we have that Which baby Which was crazy because it was, like, halfway, like, for Because the vet, even though he's a mobile vet, like. He can't always get to you. And sometimes yeah. it's easier just to load the goat in the car and go to him. Well, the fucking baby's already, feet's already already out. Um, very stressful. I know it's not coming out of her vagina, at least. So <laughs> we rush her to the vet. She's obviously in pain and miserable. We get there, and he's he's very methodical and slow, which obviously is a very, very good way to be. He's not, like, doesn't get overly whelmed at all. 
But like, I was like, can you wash your hands faster, please? There's a baby hanging out of her vagina that I'm pretty sure has been there a little while, longer than it should have. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Should he like literally just does this C-section he, right yeah, on the... We, he sanitized. Right then on the back of the truck. Put this area down, all the sanitization stuff on the back of the truck. Opens her up right there. Literally pulls her this way so her feet go the opposite way that they should. Out of, into, back into her vagina. Very weird. And pulls the baby out. And it's fucking alive. And we're like, holy fucking shit. How did this baby survive? Well, the umbilical cord was still attached. So skin all oxygen and stuff that it still needed, right? So fantastic. My kids were overjoyed because, of course, they all wanted to be there. And I was like, are you sure you want to come? The kids, it's probably the kids going are always to be very, very, like, curious. They're interested. They're curious. And it was an absolutely amazing procedure to do, right, on, like, the back of a fucking truck. It was hailing, by the way. It's winter. It's hailing. It's always, she was born. It's always like your goats always pick the perfect time yeah. to deliver. She They're was like, born It's either uh, going to be Day. in triple digits or yeah. in a yes, thunderstorm. Exactly. And, and it was – we're standing in mud. There's And just hail. We had the vet's – wife is getting hot packs to put around the goat because she's shivering because she's laying open all filleted open and the vet has water just like dripping off his face it it was miserable i don't even know how or just like it was crazy but it all worked out i should have taken a video of what i should have taken because it was so, absolutely remarkable yeah he is a great vet yeah, um, absolutely amazing and yeah and the mom is fine still alive today baby's fine she's bigger than her mom now today and quite a bitch and she's fine she's good it all worked out. <laughs> yeah, it did. But uh, yeah, so that's the only, those are the only, like, when my goat needs a C-section, and it's very rare. See, that's like like extreme, right? It's so extreme. We're, we're not. I'm not going to perform a C-section, obviously. I don't have that knowledge at all or the equipment, and I would never, ever do that. But um, when it comes to just normal goat births or really any kind of birth, like when my dog gave birth, no, like we didn't call it that. Like she just had her puppies. Dogs are amazing having puppies, by the way. And, and um, they just like have them, and you're like, "This is wow! It's like a conveyor belt. This is crazy." And you're just like, <laughs> "They keep just having keep them. coming," so, and you're doing um, so well stop. at it. <laughs> you can stop now. We've We're reached good. six. We're good. And the, Cookie's like, "No, I shall have 11. I'm like, "Okay, it's cool." Um, the the goats are kind of people think like you know they're an animal and they should just be able to have their babies on their own, and and goats usually struggle a lot. Um, and for various different reasons. So Not always. I think like. I, I don't know. Like I don't I know. The like, Nubians were really like dumb. half the time. The Nubians were. I know. And see we had Nubians that we would just walk out there and their babies are already on the ground standing up. They've already cleaned them and we're like oh fuck you had your baby. Great. Good job. Good job, mom. Good job. But then other times, they're laying there screaming. The baby's not coming out. And you're Don't you like, feel like it's half the time I that you have to help? I think it maybe is half the time. That you have to help yeah. the, this mom have her baby or either she's going to die or the baby's yeah. going to die. Yeah, yeah. Or it's something weird, like, you know, we had, um, like, a. the mom had three, but the two babies, the one came out healthy and fine, and she was able to get it out on her own, and then the se- the second one just wasn't coming out, and we're like, okay, something's wrong. Oh, it's because it was it was all malformed and had been yeah, deceased it for was, a while. It was already, yeah. like, it wasn't, had not formed all the way, it wasn't, yeah. like, living See, at and all. See, so when you have those situations, that... The, that mom goat is most likely not going to be able to get that on her, out on her own because a lot of that is the baby actually like moving into position. And there was and no way for it to move. And so no it was just like a alive. big, like, it's gross. It's, like, but it's like, just a mass essentially. Yeah. Um, exactly. It didn't even, it didn't have like a head. Like it was like, it was weird. Anyways, yeah. but we've had that, we've come across that. Like, yeah, yeah. We've had it, it happens. before. Yeah, it happens. I mean, that's, again, you have to remember that they have multiples because of that. Like, they're going to have, sometimes, some some are going to be off. Same thing with dogs and cats. Um, 
you know, even chickens, right? Sometimes the chicks don't hatch, even though all the rest of the little siblings do, but or two they, or three don't hatch. Or they die at a really young age. It's exactly, like because they just have things thrive, off. they exactly. call it, yeah. So, so a lot of the stuff we do try to do pretty much everything, unless it's like an emergency and we don't have the capability, the knowledge, or the equipment, like Sherry was saying, to oh, handle it. Sorry, baby. That's like the only time we'll, or if there's like, something that we try to figure out because there's been plenty of times where something we're like okay we think it's this and you treat it you know because you can't talk to your animal they can't tell you like what's going on and so you treat it and then it doesn't work and they're like okay i think it's this and then you treat it again and then it doesn't work and then we would yeah, probably call the yeah, vet yeah. probably that third time around if something's not like getting better yeah. like we've had goats that That's a good like point. mastitis where we're like okay we think it's mastitis and we treat it as such but then it just doesn't end up getting better and obviously there's probably something else going on in that goat that's causing the continue just like a person if they keep having um infections it's usually some it's secondary to something else happening in their yeah. body and so like you just like can't fix it but you need a vet out to tell you this is what you're looking at you know so there's there's different and even scenarios your vet, even your vet is only a human just like doctors and they're only guessing they're giving their best educated guess that's exactly what they're doing and so i mean i've had our amazing vet, who I absolutely love, and I, I, he's still our vet, but I, he misdiagnosed our dog and told me that she had um, allergies, food allergies. So I switched her food up, did all these things while she still had all this shit going wrong. And it ended up being this weird, funky mange thing. And she, we almost lost her, but we didn't because I took her then to a different vet and they diagnosed her properly and stuff. But I don't blame him for that. I, It was just, you know, he's like, it looks like food allergies because of this and this and this and this and this. So it was just his best educated guess, right? He's not thinking mange because, like, when you when you think mange, we are at least with me, I automatically go to like dogs who are not being like well taken care of, like they don't have a good diet, they are stressed, right? Just stresses of life, and like she's not that dog, obviously. And so like, I was like, even when I came kind of came upon it in my own research, I'm like. I mean, it's not mange, you know what I mean? This couldn't be mange. But then, like, yeah, sure enough, it fucking was. And so, anyways. And you always get thrown a curveball. especially yep, you get thrown a curveball Especially, like, like, you know, we were talking about earlier, like, whatever you, whatever's the most likely um, reasoning behind exactly. stuff is usually what it is. And, but sometimes you get thrown sometimes a curveball. Sometimes it isn't. And sometimes yes. it's, it's fucking not. Sometimes yeah. something super weird and out there and that you never, you know, and you lose animals and, you know, we've lost things where we're like oh they're gonna be fine and you know they end up fucking dying or whatever and it and it sucks because you do blame yourself and stuff like that but yeah it, yeah but for sure. I, even if you had the vet out you know it probably would have been the same kind of um the same outcome outcome yeah so don't beat yourself up too much you yeah. can only do the best with what you have and what you know what you're working with so, so yes yeah. exactly yeah i think i think we that was pretty good i feel that like it was pretty good yeah. i don't think were we funny enough? I'm always like overly really worried about not being funny enough or like giving uh, too much info. Sherry's too hot to be like, Sherry's like, I'm hot. I'm not being funny. Oh, when yeah, we're no, giving I like am, too I much. Am ridiculously hot. Yeah, yeah. I always feel bad when we give like too much info and you guys are like, wait, like I didn't write any of that down. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, uh, it's a recorded. They can just listen again. Yeah. And again. And again. And again. Like, learn through osmosis. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I think that's. Do you have anything else to add? I was trying to think of something else that we do vet wise beyond shots and it's hard because like and when i'm asked these kind of questions it's like there's a lot but there's a lot that is just so it's because it's obvious to me yeah i'm not thinking about it or i'm not thinking about telling you guys about it like 
because I just do it just so. So if you have like a specific question, naturally. like that's totally fine. You can have specific questions and yes. ask us. We will answer you. Yes, exactly. Um, but I so, feel like there's definitely more that we do that we're just not even saying. I mean, I guess I pretty much covered it, though. I mean, I don't know. Covered, like, medications. Yeah. So we usually give them medications. Any yeah. kind of injuries. Yep. Sicknesses. Um, and a lot of – we went over just briefly, like, talking about our kids, but, like, giving, like, the Manuka honey and stuff like that. But there's a lot of things, like, the ACV and the waters that will help um, you to avoid – a lot of things that will happen sicknesses and stuff like that because if you can avoid things it's like your best bet so knowing when things strike like sherry was saying like the fleas in the summer if you can get ahead of it before yeah. that hits yeah that's your best bet just like uh mites in the springtime for most animals right like your goats if you have any goat like we had one we don't usually have a mite problem but we had one that we got and she was kind of like underweight we're trying to put weight on her but she's still like we're milking her so that's like a lot on her body and so she got mites pretty badly which like you know it's fine you treat it you know you have to throw the milk away it's kind of <coughs> fucking annoying but it is what it is but yeah. like if i was like thinking to myself like i should have known that she would be the one to get mites i should have like you know tried to up her immune system with either through like their food which is like the best way you know more apple cider vinegar in their water just trying to like boost their immunities just like you would anybody anything else um so i think we're okay so we're huge on preemptively doing things um and that's with our with ourselves our, our kids and um and then because of that we do that with our animals too so like even with our our milking processes i know a lot of people will just kind of go out and milk their goats and they really don't think about it. Um, so I 100% always use betadine water mixture before I milk and then chlorhexidine after I've milked. Um, I know it sounds like overkill, but my goats have never had mastitis. We've had one case of mastitis years and years and years and years ago. And it was when we first got into goats and she had a one of those like fake pregnancy things. And she got mastitis. And we didn't even know she had mastitis because she wasn't even in milk. So anyways, very difficult situation. And uh, she ended up being fine. But like, for example, the reason I use the chlorhexidine and betadine is to ward off things like mastitis and any other utter infections. Which it that can my be a goat, lot because you'll transfer. It, it can be huge. From your hands. To the next you go, goat. You go to your, you know, you know you're feeding your animals. Exactly. And you go and you go milk. And exactly. You, yeah, from one goat to another. I don't use the betadine. I just like, I chlorhexidine my hands. Like if I, unless I just came from the house and just washed my hands, I'll like spray my hands and wash them. Yeah. And then I'll chlorhexidine afterwards. And then the moment it's like, even when I had, I ran out of chlorhexidine, and I just hadn't gotten it for like a couple of weeks. And I was like, we'll just make sure we wash our hands. But of course, like, you know, my son milks and stuff like that. And I'm not always like, hey, did you wash your hands? One of our goats got, um, I don't even know what she had, but it was like, I don't know if it was like a staff. I know that sounds awful, but like a staff or something. Well, staff is very, 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 very easy very, to get. Yeah, it, for, it for the goats. It doesn't sound awful. It's, just, so, it's easy to pick up. Yeah. Um, but once I, you know, treated her, um, I forgot what I used. It was some. I'm vaguely remembering what you used. What did you use? It was some, oh, I think we did. You did just use the chlorhexidine. No, I, I, I used something because I was also thinking it might be like some kind of fungal infection. I used, oh, I used oil of oregano. Oh, yeah. Um diluted obviously is that obvious and then um, <laughs> probably not yeah yeah but I think I think most of the time 
so with us to ward off shit with our animals, we just preemptively do a lot of stuff. Yeah, so that just goes we to show you, though, the moment steps. I stopped, like, something happened. Something and, happened, And, like, right? I could and have just, just avoided it to begin with. Exactly. So it's kind of like you're like, okay, just fucking get the chlorhexidine. Like, yeah, right. exactly. And so those are And you can use, just, if you don't want to use chlorhexidine, because I know it's, like, chemically, if you want to use something else, like, that's natural and stuff like that, that can, you know, kill stuff on your hands, you can, you go for it. You should do it. So, like... Once I do start to make clodial silver, uh, that's what I'm going to use. Yeah, but it's just so expensive. You don't want to be It's so all, expensive like, to buy. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm fucking not using it on my goats. And that's like, the other thing, no. too. Like, even all the essential oils and stuff, like, it's fucking it's pricey. Well, it, it's pricey. And so, and, and, you know, all that has to play into, like, you're not going to put yourself through bankruptcy or put so much stress on yourself financially where you're buying this ridiculously overpriced shit just to do this with your animals just so you can be like, oh, it's natural. Like, you know, like, it's a balance. And, like, I use the betadine and the chlorhexidine, and I don't have – I mean, that's just always what I've used. And so I probably will never veer away from that until I do start making my own, my own colloidal silver. There's not a lot else I would trust is, is the other thing. Not a lot else that's natural that I would trust that would – that I think would do it, do a good enough job to kill all the bacteria so that my milk is healthy and my goats are also healthy, you know. So, anyways – yeah, there's there's a, there's a lot, but I think, um, like I said, preemptively, if you do all the shit you need to do, you're not you're it's gonna be a rare time your animals are gonna be like super ill, which saves you money, which saves you money. So, even though you might <laughs> Put spend the work some in money beforehand, yeah, even though you might spend yeah. some money on like whatever, like I was talking about, like the different essential oils and stuff, it still saves you money in the long run. So yeah, worth definitely it. worth it. Worth it. Yes. But beyond that, I think. We're good. Yeah. We're going to go stand in have... front of the air conditioning yes, unit yes, for a are. little bit. And then... Uh... If you guys have any questions, reach out to us. We love hearing from all of you guys. Yes. And thank you, Joy. That was a yeah, good... Yeah, Joy. That was, that was a, a good, great, um... great episode topic idea. And um, we appreciate you reaching out to us. We love to hear from all of you. It's so, it's so great. And, you know, we know that we're really actually doing this for people and not just my phone that we're staring into right now. So, yeah. Makes it real. <laughs> And Hopefully then, there's an actual video this time. On yeah. The side of yes. That, that would yes. be cool too. Oh, your husband walked in a second ago. You should have had him check. I know. Not that it would have mattered. No. We would have just been smart. No, I know. We would have been God like, oh, fuck damn it. it. <laughs> um, so you can get a hold of us through arconhomesetting at gmail.com. Reach out to us through Facebook or Instagram. And um, keep an ear out for our new podcast coming out, um, Porch Talk. We already have like three episodes recorded because we're fucking badasses like that. God, I feel amazing. So amazing. So I'm. we're still doing all the technical behind the scenes part of that whole thing, but that is coming out very soon. So very, very, very exciting. Very and uh, yeah. Oh, and then leave reviews if you haven't already. That helps us out a ton. Yep. We love reading them. And we'll have to, next time, I'm really going to try hard we're to, totally to read the reviews. Totally going to happen. <laughs> totally going to happen. <laughs> Give you guys all a shout out. Uh, so, yes. Other than that, thank you guys all so much yes. for stopping by and listening. And we will talk to you all next time. Bye, guys. Goodbye.